This week we got seventh grade interviews. Most of them chose to talk about their least favorite teacher and it was all the same person. Are they describing you? Does it matter? I'm going to play the audio file of the seventh grade interviews. You know, it was really kind of enlightening, and I won't say a whole lot before I just play the interview file, but they kind of surprised me a little bit. I gave them the option, as you'll hear, of talking about several different things, and it seemed to kind of just migrate to one topic. So let's listen to this for a few minutes. And I'll come back and describe my thought process after it was over. Now, I told them I would edit a lot of this. And to be honest, the class personality came out and we had fun with it. And I know that when they listen to this, they're going to laugh because most of it I did not edit. I left most of it in. So you see them in their finest form. They are great kids. They're the ones that I played my April Fool's prank, you know, on a few weeks ago. And they still say they like me. So we'll see how it goes from here. So here we go. Seventh grade math class student interviews. All right, guys, we're back with Substitute Teachers Lounge. I know you guys love student interviews. That's what we're doing today. I've got some of them. They're laughing at me because they think my voice is weird right now. We're going to go around the room. I gave them choices of questions. What makes your favorite teacher or sub your favorite? What makes your least favorite or sub your least favorite? What is Mr. Collins' number one strength and weakness? Or do your best impression of Mr. Collins. We're going to start and we're going to have them give their first name and answer any question they would like. So here we go. Hi, Greggy. <laughs> uh, this is Abigail. Ew, I can't do this. I don't like going I'll, first. I'll Wait, I'll go I'll second. I'll go second. You go first. No. This, this, this is going so well so far. <laughs> All right, I go this way. I'll come back. I'll come back. I'm gonna cut all that out. I'll cut all that out. What? You want me? Are you ready? All right, here we go. Listen, listen. Hey, um, I'm Adia, and um, my least. Uh, what made my least favorite teacher uh, my least favorite? It was because every morning he would literally like have the most energy. Like he'd be like, "Good morning." <laughs> and I was just not prepared for that. It was too much. And he would also, like, I guess, like, he was just too much energy. And he would give us, like, literally, like, 20 packets a day. And there would be 20 questions each. And then our deadlines would be, like, so, like, we had, like, two days to do it. And it was just too much work overall. Yeah, no. All Exhausting. Right. All right. Good thoughts. Are you ready? Go. Hi, this is Riley. Um, my least favorite teacher is the same one as ADS. <laughs> he has way too much energy, and he gives way too much work on computers. He never got let us do any projects or hands-on activities. It was not very fun. 
Okay, all right, all right. Go this way. Um, my name is Ella, and my the thing that makes my least favorite teacher my least favorite teacher is that they were just really mean and strict. Okay, all right. And they wouldn't let us touch our desk. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, now we'll go back over here. These two girls Wait, are I'm ready thinking. now. Here we go. Wait, I'm thinking. Good. Uh, my name is Hannah, and what makes my favorite teacher my favorite is he's nice, he's laid back, and he doesn't give us much work. <laughs> what makes my favorite teacher, or substitute teacher, my favorite is, like, they didn't tr treat us like, I can't even, I, had to, I need to think about this. I don't have enough time. Give me like too much. have only had, like, an hour and 15 minutes so far. <laughs> no, not me! Come on, come on. Um, my least favorite teacher is, oh, my name's Madison, sorry. Uh, my least favorite teacher is the same one as ADS and Riley. He would give us like 30 minutes to do a 20, 20 question assignment, and you had to write like a whole paragraph for each question, or he'd be really mad at you. And you would like not get full credit at all. Okay, all right. I'm Chelsea. And my favorite teacher gives us a lot of candy. <laughs> I'll probably get that answer more than any. Okay, okay um, I'm Becca, and what my least favorite teacher is my least favorite because he was really energetic. <laughs> and um, even at the end of the day, he would, like, be full of energy somehow, and he would, like, give us so much work and, like, 20 minutes to do, like, 35 questions and like if we had any punctuation like errors he would like get mad at us <laughs> alright go wait no do somebody else oh my god <laughs> I, don't think I don't think it's happening I don't think it's happening alright who, who, who we got left Bella. over here Bella no let me I tell you what let me pause it just a moment all right, we're recording, but I'll, I'll record. All right, guys, listen, listen. Here we go. Here we go. All right, go. <laughs> hey, Greggy. <laughs> this is Abigail, and um, what makes my favorite substitute teacher my favorite is they gave us candy and didn't make us do dumb I ready and like that kind of computer crap. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's go this way. Whoa. Go. Hi, I'm Bella, and the thing that makes my favorite teacher my favorite is that he's really, really nice, and he gives us candy. And the thing that makes my least teacher my least favorite is that she gives a lot of work and she yells at you for, like, no reason. All right, we now know it's a she, so that narrows it down so Hi, I'm Kendall, and what makes my favorite teacher my favorite teacher is he worked with my older brother a long time ago, so I've known him forever, and he works with me and my sister. Nice, nice. Yeah. Go. Me? Yeah. Hello. You know, you know I'm gonna, if you don't say anything now, I'm going to put on you saying me. <laughs> Hello. My name is Brayden, and my... 
favorite, what makes my favorite teacher my favorite teacher is that they're my favorite teacher. All right. Spoken. He, that's one of my star students in the class, by the way. He's so insightful. He's go. so smart that he can't even say why. Go, go ahead. Oh, my name is Wolfie McDaniels. And um, my favorite... The, my favorite substitute teacher, uh, what makes them my favorite is she really helps and I could feel like I could trust her if I have a problem or anything. And she makes me feel safe in her class. And the least favorite teacher, they, they just yell at you for no absolute reason. <laughs> I get that a lot. I've heard that from a lot of students. Um, Go. My name is Bobby and my favorite teacher uh, she's my favorite teacher because she has the same personality as me and she can make the jokes with us. All right, all right. Back here. Go. My name is um, Gravy Barrow 7 and um, my You're least favorite. You're going to be so proud of that name. Like when you get to be 25 years old and people are still listening. To you. That's going to be my ID on my driver's license. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, and my least favorite teacher. Uh, uh, well, is because she she gets mad at you for eating during lunch for some reason. Like, you can't just you can't just like you can't just like get mad at someone for the period that you're supposed to eat at. It's like it's not like I'm gonna starve to death. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. You want? I'm good. I don't know. Now, who did I leave out? We're still recording, by the way. All right, Cassidy's ready now. Hey. Hi, I'm Cass, and what makes my least favorite teacher my least favorite teacher is she gives us a lot of work on every assignment, and it's like Google Docs, so it's kind of hard. Anybody else? Me? Hey, hi. Hi. Nah, nah, nah. Are you for real? Going to say something else? No. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. So there you have it, our student interviews. Now, it's interesting to me. I gave them the opportunity to do an impression of me, to tell me my strengths and weaknesses, and they really didn't choose to do that because they kind of surprised me in the way that they were talking about their least favorite teacher. There was a least of half a dozen of them that agreed on their least favorite teacher. Now, I will tell you this. Let me describe the class a little bit. All those students in that class are great kids. I will say at the same time that of all the classes I have, I have probably the most A students in this class, and yet they were describing their least favorite teacher, so it kind of surprised me a little bit. Now, let's, let's set it up, what they were saying. They were saying, one thing they were saying was too much energy. That describes me sometimes, but I think what they were really going at was bubbly, a very bubbly personality, like maybe over-the-top type greetings and, hi, how you doing, those kind of things. So I don't know if that's bad, but at the same time, I thought it was interesting to hear their, you know, their opinion of that. I had never really thought about that. 
do we ever get in a situation where we're so spontaneously happy and going out of our way so much that it actually turns the kids off? And do we care if we do? I mean, if that is us, that is us. Who cares, right? Or if we're in it truly to teach the students in an environment that they enjoy being in, is it something we could work on? But even beyond the overly positive uh, teacher that they were describing, they mentioned the amount of work and how the teacher didn't have any hands-on activity. Now, ironically, they later told me who the teacher was, and it surprised me a little bit, but I will say I have substitute taught for the teacher but, you know, that doesn't narrow it down at all because there's not a whole lot of teachers in our school system, except maybe the high school So there's because there's so many more teachers. There's not a whole lot of them that I haven't subbed for. So I've seen all kinds of things. Now, I do know one time when I was in this teacher's class, it seems like probably to me that more students were confused on where to get their assignment than maybe any class I've ever been in. And I'll say that doesn't mean that the teacher wasn't highly organized and left work for them to do. They left a lot of work for them to do. And I didn't think about it at the time, but sure enough, here's these strong students saying, it's just overwhelming, it's too much, and now they dread going to the class now because it's mainly the teacher throwing material on the computer and saying work on it. Now, I do that. I do give them assignments on the computer, but I do try to be as interactive as I possibly can, and I think that's what these students are saying. You know, deep down, if I press the point with them, I don't think that they would mind the work so much if the teacher found a way to make it be as interactive as possible. Some of you teachers that are listen, listening to this that I've told you, you're some of my favorite teachers that I sub for. And now that I think about it, the reason I tell you that is because you have a lot of interactivity built into your classes. It's not just throw a computer screen at them and let the substitute babysit. You've you've know I've said before that my favorite classes to go in is where I actually have a little time at the end of class left over after the assignments have been finished, and I can do something with them on my own. I really enjoy that part of it, and that's what they're saying. They love the interactivity. If you go way back over a year ago when I interviewed the volleyball players on the floor, they were saying the same thing. They love personal stories. They love interaction. I'll be honest with you, I interact with those kids a lot, and I've gotten to know them a lot this year and this is the honest truth, they know I'm going to pick at them now, and they know I'm going to, you know, say things sarcastic to them, and they'll give me a face, and then they'll laugh about it. So they've gotten used to the way we interact with each other, 
and they interact back with me in the same manner. So I love that part of the class. So just consider if you're one of the ones that just loads them up with work and there's no interactivity built into that, they might be talking about you. Is that bad? I know they love, you know, it's funny. One thing that we went over this week in my math class was we're getting into circles. And as soon as I mentioned the formulas for a circle that included calculations with pi, P-I, one of them joked, hey, let's find the pi song and play it for us. And it's this just stupid, silly, goofy song about the number of decimal places that keep going on and on in pi that we know we only usually just use 3.14 but you know the decimals never run out they never repeat they just keep going and that's what that little ditty was about and whatever teacher shared that with them it meant something to them it was so crazy that they remembered it so i found it right away and we played it in the classroom and here's these seventh grade kids singing along to that silly pie song in the classroom they love the interactivity i would say if you're not one of those that builds a lot of interactivity into your classroom consider it If it ain't your style, it ain't your style, but that's what the teachers really like. Let's go to the positive side of the comments for a moment. Now, I don't think it's any secret that if you're going to bring candy, they're going to like you. I'm sorry, guys. It's true. I know some of you think that's just bribing the kids. I do give an incentive. I don't just hand out candy. I give them incentive to win candy. We actually did, this week, we're preparing for, we're starting to prepare for what's called K-Prep in Kentucky. It's the way students are evaluated. They take this exam that covers the whole year, and it's very important because it evaluates the kids, it gives them their rating, and it's also important for the school systems because some of the government's dollars in this state is based on the kids doing well on these tests. And it's very serious. I know people come in the couple of days before the test begins and looks at the walls to make sure there are no hints on the walls. There's, I know in the math section, there's some parts they can use a calculator, some they can't. And it's very serious. We take it very seriously. And so what I'm trying, I'm doing at the beginning of every class now, before we get into new material, I'm pulling up my good old favorite Kahoot. And there are so many choices there about doing a full, you know, if I happen to be in seventh grade with this class, a full seventh grade math review. It helps remind them what we have studied all year long, and therefore what will most likely be on the K-PREP test. In fact, there are some, the cahoots out there are just named K-PREP, and there's other teachers that have done this same thing. So I've borrowed some of those. I've really borrowed more cahoots than I've created on my own, although I will say most of the time I'll borrow them and then edit them and 
That is perfectly legal, by the way, in the Kahoot world, unless the person makes it private because they kind of like seeing how many different people have played their Kahoot design. So it's really kind of a neat thing. But every class period now, we're going through that. And even at that, the winners, the ones that do the best, and even the ones that improve as that game goes on, they're all getting candy for that, and they appreciate that. You don't have to spend a whole lot. I mean, the cheapest candy I bought this year were probably Jolly Ranchers. I bought Airheads. I have spent a little bit more and bought chocolate on occasion. I don't buy that as often because chocolate's just so much more expensive. But give them a little incentive sometime. Hey, it works with adults, too. We like to be incentivized. We like people to give us things to get us in the store. So what's the difference? The kids are the same way, and they love that interactivity. If you were listening closely, the teachers that are their favorites are the ones that don't give them too much work. But really what they're saying is don't overwhelm us with work. Talk us through the work. That's the pattern I've tried to instill. Test. I always do a a review, whether it's the class before or right before the test. I have found that to be most productive. And even though K-Prep's important, I'm more excited to just teach those kids and help them get their grades up as the year progresses. Will those same questions be missed on the K-PREP test because it was from two months ago? Well, maybe. That's why I'm going through this review now. So, But build as much interactivity as you can. You heard some of the students say, I like the teachers that work with us. One of them mentioned they work with other family members in the past, and so it's always been their favorite teacher. So that's always good to hear. The ones that work hand-on-hand with them, those of you that do tutoring after schools, bless your hearts. It's kind of cool the tutoring is because you get to know those students one-on-one a little bit better. So that that's really a good thing. It, it helps them learn when some kids just need that extra little not that push, not involving the whole class. So that's always a good thing. So think about that. I hope you care whether you're the favorite teacher, the least favorite teacher, or somewhere in between. If you care if you're on one end or the other, I think that's important. If you don't care at all, if you don't care what the students think about you, I don't know, man. That that just doesn't seem right to me. Teachers that I've heard say, I'm here to teach the students. I'm not here to be their friend. They're also the ones that are in the hallways talking negative about everybody all the time. And I'm not really referring to my current school, just the the teachers that I've run across that I would put in the just a negative talker category. Whether they're a teacher or not, you know plenty of adults that are negative talkers. It doesn't seem like they ever have anything positive to say. Well, I hope they occasionally say something positive to their students, get them on their way, move up that child's favorite teacher slot, Let give them a reason why not only do they think they're learning from you, 
but they think you care about them. I think that is so important in their life. So as you teach a bigger class, always remember that and try to be interactive. Try to share personal stories. Those kids love it. You just heard the proof. All right. Next week, guys, episode 100 of Substitute Teachers Lounge. I've got a couple of special things. I'm not just going to repeat a whole bunch of stuff, but I am going to tell you what episodes have been popular, what I enjoy doing the most, the episode that perhaps got me in more trouble than any other. I'll talk about that. And coincidentally, it just happens to be one of the most popular episodes. So I'll tell you the whole story. And I'll tell you some results that I'm proud of that I've just heard about because, I don't know if it's because of that episode, but I like to think since I planted the seed that maybe I had just a little bit to do with the change. So if that's not the case, that's okay. That was the case, that's okay. Either way, I think it changed for the better. All right, so that is next week on Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Music provided by Ben Sanders.